Hey, Sober Girls. Every life choice you make has an impact, and some choices are just easier than others. An easy choice for me has been adding Exact Nature CBD into my daily routine. Exact Nature's products can help curb cravings while promoting the positive changes in mood, focus, and my favorite, sleep. These are all part of getting and staying sober. They're available in oils, soft gels, and gummies, and in varying strengths and formulas. What I love most about Exact Nature is I know the quality is top tier and safe because their products are made by people in recovery for people in recovery. Go to exactnature.com to get 20% off your order. Use code SOBERGIRL20 at checkout. Being positive is a choice. Exact Nature just makes it easier. Welcome to a Sober Girl's Guide podcast, a lifestyle podcast based on sobriety and recovery. I'm your host and sober girl, Jessica Jabot. Inspired by my own sobriety and wellness journey, I want to spread the wealth of knowledge. Tune in each week for uncensored conversations about mental health, self-development, wellness and spirituality, and how they influence each guest's unique recovery journey. My goal is to educate and inspire and to let you know you are not alone on your recovery journey. Thanks so much for tuning in to a Sober Girls Guide podcast. Let's go! Hello, hello, and welcome to episode 86 of a Sober Girls Guide podcast. On today's episode, I have the fabulous Katie Deegan from Sober Saturdays. In this episode, Katie and I talk about COVID-19 and how it has affected her business, which is primarily an events business, and how she is pivoting and taking advantage of our new online society. What she comes up with is really fabulous, and I think you guys will love it. We also talk about being Cali sober, what that means, and how Katie is implementing cannabis into her recovery journey. I just want to give a quick shout out to all of you making my birthday yesterday on Wednesday so special. Thanks to everyone who showed up to Happier Hour, which we do every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, and that is through Zoom. If you would like the invite, please sign up on our website for our email list and you will get the login details ASAP. We'd love to see you, so come grab a mocktail and hang out with sober girls all around the world. My friends, there has never been a better time to ditch the bottle than right now. Let me tell you why. Number one, your health. We need your immune system at full bore right now. We need you healthy as an ox. We also need your mental health in check too. Do you think you have anxiety, stress, depression right now? Adding alcohol to that is not going to make it any better. Number two, zero social pressure. You literally can't leave your house. So forget about feeling pressured by weddings, events, or even going to the bar, you don't have to deal with any of that right now. You actually get to cultivate who you want to hang out with and when because you're in control. And number three, save that money, honey. Instead of turning in your second bedroom into a wine cellar, why not take that money and invest it in something with a higher return of investment? That's right, yourself. Take the 30 days to gain booze-free challenge Right now, head to a sobergirlsguide.com, sign up today, and see what you can gain from ditching the bottle today. And remember, no one ever regretted not drinking. 
Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. Katie from Sober Saturdays. Yes. Okay. I thought we were catching up. Like, I thought you were on the podcast a year ago. It's been mm-hmm. two years. I know, it's crazy. <laughs> what? Uh, I know. Time flies when you're having fun. <laughs> no. Episode 20, it's so crazy. What, are you, what number are you on now? Like 87, Yeah, it's 86. so great. Can't wait till you get to 100. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. I never thought, I mean, this is like one of the longest, besides sobriety, yeah, having the committed. podcast is like the longest <laughs> commitment. It's your relationship. <laughs> yeah. And like pumping out an episode almost every week. I think I've Seriously. only missed like maybe one or two weeks. I honestly talk to my yeah. team about it all the time about like how I'm like, how the frick does she do it? Like <laughs> you do so much. It's incredible. And like to such good quality. I'm always just like, Aww. how does her brain function so well? <laughs> then uh, I'm over here like smoking weed. Like <laughs> I don't <laughs> How does your brain function? Yeah, I don't know. Why are you so fast at stuff? <laughs> um, yeah, I, I don't really have a secret for that. I just, mm-hmm. but I do... I mean, I do kind of wait, like the stuff doesn't just come out of nowhere. Mm -hmm. Um, I think, I don't know what it's called, but I'm a manifest generator, if that means anything to you. Cool. (laughs) Yeah, no, definitely. I feel, I feel similar in that sense. Like I, I find that like, uh, yeah, like I read like the law of attraction when I was like 19 and then I was like, this is bogus. And then I started testing it and I was like, oh shit, the world is magic. <laughs> this is real. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Um, but like, I guess how I get inspired and how then I am able to create is like, I'm a very, very visual person. And mm-hmm, so totally. like, you know, visually I take whatever is like around me and that's why I just love to shop. Um, <laughs> I'm like the ultimate yeah. consumer, but not. I just yeah. like like to to see like the branding and just like yeah, me too. The emotion that's created, I think. Totally. Yeah. Marketing. Like when, when I used to get stressed out, like me and my sister would go window shopping, and like I would find like I would read like the back of shampoo bottles and stuff. You know, like mm-hmm. I'd find the cutest bottle, and then I'd be like, okay, tell me everything. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. just love packaging. So it's like, it's a, an experience and the, the mm-hmm. emotion. And I, so I really try and uh, pay attention to that. And then I just like, once I get an idea, I'm hell bent on getting that idea, yeah. translating it, um, you know, fruition. for my crew. Yeah. Yeah. So amazing. Yeah, man. Um, so two years, holy smokes, mm-hmm. Katie, like so mm-hmm. much has changed. From your living situation to, you know, business stuff. Um, let's start off with Sober Saturdays. Where, what's going on? Yeah, so things have been pretty crazy changing wise. So yeah. yeah, I started Sober Saturdays two years ago. As you know, it was kind mm-hmm. of like a fluke. I was just, um, I wrote like, um, and I wrote a blog post for um, an, an Edmonton profile and it just like kind of got fire from there. Mm-hmm. Um, so the business had to build really quick and like at the time I was in school and whatnot so it was kind of tricky but I ended up taking my last year off school so I could dive into this stuff um but like at first so, yeah Sober Saturdays was like an, a physical event planning company in Edmonton and um I started building relationships with uh companies like outside of Canada so I could import their products into Canada so that I could integrate their products into establishments so that people would have options um when they're out um mm. because I also really wanted to promote like um integration of people back into hanging out with their friends in different establishments because it's really great to have sober events and stuff too but like i know 
like for myself anyways, like I still want to go and hang out with my friends at these places where they drink, but I, I just want to be accommodated as well. and know that like I'm going to be supported and in a safe place essentially. Yeah. That's mm -hmm. huge. <clears throat> so then, um, I started a, a little team in Edmonton with, um, she started out as my assistant, but Bean, um, mm -hmm. and now she's a business partner, which is awesome. I don't know what the hell I would do without her. Seriously. <laughs> like, I don't know. Um, but so yeah, I moved to Nelson cause we were going to my partners from there. Mm -hmm. So we were living in Nelson for a bit so we could spread the word there. Mm -hmm. And <clears throat> that was awesome. Um, I actually ended up finding my investor in Nelson. What? Um, yeah. So it was really funny. I was, <laughs> I was working at a, this is a cool story. I was working at a thrift shop there. Yeah. Um, and, uh, like I love working at thrift shops and vintage shops because I obviously love thrifting and vintage, but I also love dressing people, um, and like fun stuff when they're like going to an event and they don't know what they want to wear. Mm. And so this guy came in and it was like just before Burning Man last year and him and his son were going to Burning Man, but they had never been before. And so I was like, Oh, perfect. I know exactly what to put you in <laughs> <laughs> scarves and light things and <laughs> whatever. <laughs> but so I spent like an hour and a half or two hours with this guy and his son and we were just chatting and he's actually a doctor in Nelson and he owns, um, two medical clinics there. Um, and he also doesn't drink. So him and his son were going mm. to Burning Man and they weren't drinking. Um, and we kind of just started talking about sober Saturdays and like, he got really interested in some of my products cause he was like, he was, uh, his old roommate is the guy who runs Shambhala. And so I oh, was like, yeah. Oh yeah. I was like, Oh, well like I really want to like get my products into festivals because like, obviously it's just, it makes the most sense for what I'm doing. I feel like. Yeah. Um, and so he was like, well, let me talk to, um, he's like, I'm actually going to Burning Man with the guy from Shambhala. He's like, so I'll bring it up there and we'll chat about it. And I was like, so, yeah, that sounds wicked cool. Um, and so he ended up coming back and they, they really liked the idea. Um, and so he was actually moving to Vancouver to, uh, open a new clinic here. Mm -hmm. And so he moved here and me and Keegan were still in Nelson and like, uh, we were kind of, I don't know, like Nelson was really beautiful and we loved it, but it was a little bit too stagnant for us. Like yeah. I have, like, I'm pretty sure I have like adult ADHD and it's just like, <laughs> I cannot like, I would like, I was like freaking people out with my energy, you know, they were like, whoa, city girl, you are intense. <laughs> and I was like, I don't belong here right now. <laughs> yeah. I was like, maybe when I'm older, I can come back and we can just like chill. <laughs> right. Um, but I was like, what are we doing? Um, but anyway, so and then we ended up, uh, he, um, Joel, my new business partner, he asked us to come to Vancouver for a meeting. And it was so funny because, um, like we weren't making very much money in Nelson, but like we knew that he was thinking about investing. Mm -hmm. And so we were like, okay, we need to like figure out a way to get down there. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so funny. So like we planned to like sleep in my car after the meeting with him, but right. like, I have a cousin who lives down here and he's like, do you have like a favorite cousin? Like, you know, when like you go to a family event and you're like hoping that one cousin's there. Yeah. Do you have that case? Okay, so like my, my one cousin lives here and I haven't seen him in like five years. And anyways, he ended up like buying us a hotel room and whatnot. What? And it was so nice. Yeah. He like totally helped us. And then like we ended up getting the, the, the partnership with this guy. And so like none of that would have happened if he didn't help us. Right. So it was just like, it was, it was really cool. And then, yeah, he was like, okay, well you guys have to move down here. And so he ended up looking at places for us and then helping us get in. And so when we moved to Vancouver, we actually had never even seen the place before. We just like walked in and we were like, okay, this no is where we live now. Way. Yeah. It was really funny. Like we had like seen one picture, I think, and yeah. it wasn't even like of everything. So we really didn't know. We just knew it was like close to the beach and I was like, perfect. And it acquired a neighborhood. And I was like, great, because my dog is an anxious freak. 
So I was like, this what? is great. Yeah. So and it was crazy. Like there was no, there was no damage deposit. I was like, okay. And like, what? Yeah. There was no damage deposit. He was like, no, it's fine. And like, I was like, okay. Uh, and then like, it especially with the dog. Yeah. Well, they didn't say that there was dogs allowed, but like every time I've rented a place, I've just been like, just go through with everything. And then like when you're handing them the check being like, oh yeah, how much is the pet deposit? <laughs> That's oh just like what I've done at every place I've lived in. And it, it's worked every single time. And okay. So he was just like, oh, yeah, if it's a small dog, you can keep him. And I was like, oh, my God, thank God. <laughs> so that worked out. Um, wow. Yeah, so then we've been here, and it's been really cool. Um, I, uh, we were going to hold an event in um, April. Yeah. Yeah, was it? No, no, yeah. April, yeah, I guess it would have just happened. It would have been April 4th. Mm -hmm. And um, that would have been our first physical event in Vancouver. And it, <laughs> we were so excited. There's this new product that we that I found um in Canada and it's called Daydream. Mm -hmm. I mentioned it briefly the last time we chatted, but I was so excited about this product because it's um it's unlike other products I have. It's like filled with hemp adaptogens and um mm -hmm. ginseng and stuff and it's meant to like give you a feeling um and like help with social anxiety and stuff. And so I was super stoked to bring to I don't know debut this product at this event. But mm -hmm. um we've had to cancel it because of COVID. So right. now I'm just like sitting on all of these drinks in my house, which is really funny. So we've been like trying to brainstorm, like don't drink them all. Yeah. So, like, trying to brainstorm how to go about it, but it's, it's been pretty funny. And so, um, yeah, so initially what our plan was is we were going to um, shift our website from our regular website to Shopify and then yeah. um, <clears throat> also use Amazon because um, they have this cool program where you can like send your stuff to their warehouse and then they'll ship it out for you. Yeah. It's like a dream. <laughs> Shipping totally. is like the biggest hassle part. Yeah. Um, but the problem is now they're not accepting new products or anything um, or new accounts because of COVID. They're only accepting essential products. Oh. <clears throat> and so that kind of made us nervous at first because we were like, oh, shit, well, there goes all of our potential income. Right. Because um, if we were just like, well, how are we going to import products? Because that's so expensive. You have to buy, like, large quantities of it to make it worth it. Right. And then you have to, like, if we're doing it ourselves, then we have, have somewhere to store it, which will probably be my house, which would be, like, my house would be a liquor store, essentially. Yeah. Alcohol-free liquor store. Well, yeah. And then, yeah. And then I would have to like answer all the emails and stuff myself and then package it all myself and then bring it all to the post office myself. And if right. like orders were happening every day, then like I would have to do that so freaking much. And then like this social media and stuff on top of it, it's just like, I would burn out so quick. <laughs> right. Um, so I was like thinking of like different ways that we were going to have to switch um, our business from a physical event planning company and a physical um, like products like that we give to people and like what we could do instead. Mm -hmm. And so I'm really excited because like this upcoming weekend is like our little debut, but we created this like virtual event platform, I guess. Um, and we're calling it club sofa. Cute. <laughs> so excited about because it's like going to the club, but from the comforts of your own couch. Cute. <laughs> I'm so excited about it. Yeah. So it's been interesting because I have never, like I'm kind of tech savvy, but like not, like not really tech savvy so the last couple of weeks I've been having to learn like new programs like twitch and all of this other stuff and it's it's been challenging but also super rewarding mm -hmm. so but it, yes yeah, it's, it's been interesting to like try and not get upset that your company has to change and instead like right. use that as like momentum to be like okay like how can we shift this in a way that benefits us exactly yeah it's all but on the pivot yeah, it's actually way cooler now, though, now that I think about it, because it, I went from, like, 
only being like if I held a party in Vancouver or in Edmonton, then like only people in that area could come. Right. But now we're at a position where I can hire DJs from around the world to play and mm. anyone from around the world can come. That's amazing. Yeah. So, so it's what like does so it look like? Successful. Like how is, is it like a login video like platform? Yeah. Like what is so it going to look like? We have, we're using like right now we're using two platforms. So we'll be using Twitch and Zoom. Okay. And so Twitch is like a streaming platform. Okay. Um, it's usually used for like video games and stuff, which is why it was kind of tricky for me to understand. Okay. <laughs> but, um, it's, it's kind of cool because, um, you get this screen, uh, that you, you stream on or whatever, but you can, um, you can like edit it and program it in a way that like, uh, to show things that you want to project. So like it has mm -hmm. different options. Like, like I hired, like I'm excited because I hired a, uh, a VJ to like do all these like really cool branded graphics for us and whatnot. So this upcoming event that's happening on Saturday um, will be like a live DJ playing in Edmonton and then we'll have um, graphics that are happening in Vancouver and um, then there's like a live chat that happens on that and then we have like our virtual dance room which will be in Zoom which has been really funny. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. That's so cool. So where can people go and sign up? Yeah, so um, it's you just go to the link in our bio on the Sober Saturdays um, Instagram, and then okay. there's a link for the club sofa you'll see, and then there's a link for the virtual dance room, which okay. is sweet. Mm -hmm. And then, cool. yeah. yeah. And then is That's it, is it like, what, is there an admission? Like, is there a cover charge? So we're just doing, yeah, pretty much, right? Like, we were wondering <laughs> how to go about this, because, like, we weren't sure what the turnout was going to be right away and we wanted to like create some hype. So mm -hmm. I attended some other events first to see how things were going. And so we're starting off with just donations if anyone's able to, because we know times are tricky right now. Right. So like in the same little, like in our link tree, you can see a, um, a link for donations too. Okay. But like obviously no pressure, but that's what we're going for right now. Okay. And yeah. And then eventually once we start making more money, we can get better and better DJs. It'll be great. Right. Yeah. That is such a great idea. And mm -hmm. like, that is a really interesting way to pivot, you know, especially with mm -hmm. stuff going, you know, the way it's going these days. Um, mm -hmm. Good, good on you for, for taking Thanks. that momentum and, and creating something different because I think a lot of people would just feel, um, I think we can all agree that anxiety is so 2023. Say peace out to anxiety and overwhelm with chill vibe gummies. Made with ashwagandha root, L-theanine, GABA, chamomile flower, and lemon balm, these gluten-free, vegan, non-GMO gummies are the perfect way to change your vibe naturally, and most importantly, safely. Whenever I tried medication for my anxiety, I was always hit with extreme side effects that made me feel paranoid or just completely numbed of all emotions, the good and the bad. Chill Vibe Gummies make you feel like you, just minus the anxiety. Go to vibegummies.com to get your gummies today. That's V-I-B-E gummies.com. You know, like giving up. Defeated, like, oh, yeah. Yeah, like this is, oh, this didn't work. I, or I physically can't do this right now. So what am I going to do? Well, like I was trying to think of things that I needed. Mm. <laughs> and it, it's like, like for me, I'm, I'm really sensitive to like negative stuff, like the news and whatnot. Like I have a really hard yeah. time watching it. And like, my partner watches it a lot and talks about it a lot and that's totally fine. But like when I go through like chaos or like stressful situations, like I really need humor or silliness to get me through it. Mm -hmm. And I also found that like 
coming out of drinking and whatnot, like, um, or people who aren't drinking, they, like, we tend to take ourselves super seriously. You know what I mean? Like we have a hard time being silly when we're not drinking. And so like, I really wanted to create a space that would like, um, encourage silliness and encourage like dressing up and encourage just like adults being awkward together so we can kind of work Mm -hmm. through that. And then we can see each other all the time and it will just become more natural. And then once we actually get to go out and party again, it won't be so weird. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's also, there's something really special about just being goofy and being like a child really? and just playing. You know? I, it's like, I say to my partner all the time, I'm like, stop taking yourself so seriously. Like, yeah. is it fun? Are you having fun being so serious? Yes. <laughs> it's just like, or like even my sister, it's been really cool to like encourage her lately to be, she's like, she has a two-year-old now. And so she's been super serious the last couple of years Mm -hmm. and so just like encouraging her to like even just like try new tiktoks or something you know like stuffing that she's just not into it's just fun to encourage people to do things like that yeah they surprise themselves and they're like oh that's fun right yeah Yeah. get out of their their wheelhouse of uh Mm -hmm. being so serious (laughs) totally so the way that we're um deciding to go about the products now because Mm -hmm. obviously Right now, the only products we can really get are ones that are in Canada. Right. But so we decided to like make, um, not like monthly subscription boxes, but we're going to make boxes essentially and then just have okay. like a certain amount of them all the time. And then, yeah, just sell them that way. That would be really cool. Yeah. So like then this way, we're kind of like pitching it as like a party in a box. So then yeah. like on Saturdays, you can use the products that are in the box and then we'll do like recipes and stuff with it. Whoa, that would be amazing. It'd I would so love fun, to right? have like a little taste test. Right? Box. Like, yeah. try this non-alcoholic beer. Try this little non-alcoholic spirit. Even yeah. if they were just like, um, you know, like mini bar sizes. Totally. That yes, would be... has those cute little ones. Yeah. That would be so fun. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love... This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. A common misconception about relationships is that they have to be easy to be right. But sometimes the best ones happen when you put the work in to make them great. Therapy can be a place to work through the challenges you face in all your relationships, whether with your friends, work, your significant other, or most importantly, yourself. My biggest fear is that I was unlovable, that something was just not good enough or deserving of love. My therapist has helped me to see that my thoughts are not necessarily the truth. Therapy has helped me overcome these limiting beliefs that were keeping me in unhealthy patterns in my life. We are our own worst critic, and I love that my therapist reminds me of how far I have come. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out the brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Become your own soulmate, whether you're looking for one or not. Visit betterhelp.com ASGG today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash ASGG. that. Yeah, so that's the plan. Okay. So I've just been like, antis- like <laughs> at home anticipating, being like, you guys are going to like it. You're going to like it. And I'm like, not, it's like not fully being a thing. It's just like in my head. <laughs> Does that make sense? <laughs> I swear it would be cool. <laughs> yeah. Trust me. I got something really cool. Yeah, it's really cool. <laughs> I got some good tricks up my sleeve. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs>
Um, Katie, another thing that I've noticed um, that you've been talking about on, on your Instagram a lot has been uh, cannabis. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to talk to you about that and what that looks like for you and what it means. And could you kind of, you know, educate us on, on, mm-hmm. on what that means? Because a lot of people are out there, they're like, uh, if you're smoking weed or if you're, you know, partaking in cannabis, that does that mean you're sober? Like, there's yeah. so many, um, like, gray areas, I guess. I mean, totally. there's, like, being Cali sober. Yeah. <laughs> which is a thing. I, I actually just kind of learned, learned about it a couple yeah. of weeks ago. I didn't know there was an actual term for it. So does that mean, how, what, is it, what exactly does that uh, in, entail? So, okay, this is what I found. I've done some research, and, like, uh-huh. the urban dictionary term for Cali <laughs> yeah. sober is still drinking and smoking weed, uh-huh. but that's it. Like, not partaking in any other uh, drugs. Right. Um, but then there's another kind of version of Cali Sober, which I think more sober people have taken right. over, I guess. And that mm-hmm. is um, not drinking, yeah. but um, still, still using still cannabis. Yeah. Right. Yeah, like, uh, like I briefly mentioned to you just before this call, like, I... I have been using cannabis as like a, a coping mechanism and like a medicine for like since I was maybe 20 or whatnot. Mm-hmm. But um, when I first became sober, I, I didn't mention it a lot because I was, well, I was worried. I was worried what people would think or how they would. I was worried about getting attacked online essentially. And I just like mm-hmm. wasn't in like an emotional strong enough space in my own sobriety to mm-hmm. <clears throat> bring it up at that time. Okay. But, <clears throat> now as time has gone on I've like especially like over the last few years I've really seen how it's been a tool for me okay like I um like yeah mostly just for like my anxiety and my sleep and um my eating habits like with my meds and stuff I find that I I really don't get hungry unless I smoke weed and it like comes to a point where like I literally just won't think about it all day and then nighttime will come and I'll be like oh shit I didn't eat all day so it's oh. like I and like and if I try and eat like I'll get like I'll get nauseous. And so like, I have to smoke weed before I eat like any meal if I want to eat more than like a couple bites at a time. Okay. And then I have super bad insomnia, which I've had my whole life, Mm -hmm. um, which is why I was such a great partier because like (laughs) I really didn't need to sleep, you know, like I was like up at that freaking time anyways. And so, yeah. So like I literally don't sleep at all unless I smoke weed and like if I wake up in the middle of the night I will not go back to bed unless I smoke weed and like I've tried to like not use it and it honestly it just it's just so brutal it's not worth it and I don't want to take prescription drugs for it so Mm -hmm. it's like that's also why I started my own business was so that I wouldn't have to like live in regular human time I could like live in my own weird insomniac world and just like work when I needed to at home and then sleep when I needed to okay yeah create your own Um, schedule yeah um but I've also found that, like, in my partner's recovery, it's really helped him, too, because mm. he's had, like, a lot of, um, he has a lot of anxiety and whatnot, too, but he doesn't take any meds for it. And, like, he doesn't meditate and he doesn't um, journal or, you know what I mean? Like, he goes to the gym and, like, I'll put, like, a mantra on the mirror and he'll practice it or, like, he'll stretch if I force him to, you know, sort of thing. <laughs> um, but, like, he's getting better. And, like, I found that the weed is really like chilled him out mm-hmm. and when we do go out now if we take like an edible or something instead his anxiety goes down he doesn't feel awkward 
because it's hard to get him out. Like, you know, I don't know if you remember like when you first quit drinking and like you try and go out and you see your friends and they're, they're still partying and like you don't know how to act and like you just feel really uncomfortable and you don't even know how to talk. Yeah, you're like, he, what do I do with my hands? Yeah, he kind of gets like that, and he, like, stands in the back of the party and, like, arms crossed sort of deal. And, like, okay. he used to be, like, the life of the party, so everyone's like, what is wrong with him? But mm. I found that, like, if you give him a bit of an edible or, like, yeah, like a microdose of something, then, like, he, yeah, he kind of just, like, remembers that he can be himself again. And, like, all of that, mm. like, judgment and, like, negative voices in his head kind of just like chill okay I found yeah um it's also been cool though because since I've started being more open about the cannabis products that I'm using um my family has too so like my grandma has started using stuff after her hip surgery and oh, wow <clears throat> yeah um <clears throat> but one of the like the biggest reasons why I started talking more about cannabis and CBD was because um I found that when I quit drinking I had so much body pain like oh. I didn't realize like how much like emotional body pain I carry within my body and like mm. how when I wasn't drinking or if I wasn't hungover how present it was Interesting. and like how yeah like how um like where on your body like it was just like, like I think it might be even like fibromyalgia or something like PTSD related you know like I just okay. have like emotional pain like if I get stressed about my mom then it's like pain in my neck or like if I get stressed about money then it's like in my shoulders like just weird okay and like I'll like try and sleep and like my legs will just be aching and stuff and so it was just like okay this is my life now I just don't sleep and I'm always hurt like no wonder why I was drinking <laughs> right <laughs> so then I was like okay wow. well I need to find something and like I also know that I can go overboard when I smoke weed too much. So mm -hmm. <clears throat> like I do notice at times when I get avoidant with it and I'm just like, oh, okay, I don't want to deal with this. I'll just smoke some weed and have a nap and then wake up and still have to deal with the shit. <laughs> but right. it's like, I find with CBD, if I just take a little bit of CBD oil every day, then mm -hmm. you don't notice it like mentally and you don't get like foggy and your pain just slowly goes away and it's so great. <laughs> and I yeah. just think everyone should use it. And it's helped me so much that I just, I think it's important to talk about because, mm -hmm. yeah. So what it, what's the difference between <coughs> CBD and like other cannabis? Okay. So like there's, so there's, for the two main ones are like CBD and THC. Mm -hmm. So THC uh, will give you feelings, like high feelings that you would get. Okay. Um, it's more of like a, the psychoactive um, <clears throat> effect of a cannabis plant or a CBD um, won't give you any of that effect and is more um, uh, used for like inflammation or um, pain relief or anxiety or things like that. Um, and it's usually located like in the center of the plant. <clears throat> and so, okay. yeah, you can like usually like what I've noticed here actually in Vancouver is really funny. So like in Nelson, obviously the, the cannabis stores are way different and uh, the way that they use cannabis is way different. How so? <laughs> I, I find that it's like um, more... Like, people know how to use it more, like, daily. Like, okay. they know, like, like most people would carry, like, an indica and a sativa. And, like, they know, like, when they wake up, they're going to smoke the sativa because it will give them energy. And, like, at nighttime, they'll smoke the indica. Whereas, like, um, and, like, the, the strains that they're carrying are, like, different um, ratios of THC to CBD. Okay. <clears throat> which is, like, if you want, uh, like, a strain that's going to, like, last the longest and um, have the most effects on like your pain and anxiety then mm -hmm. you want like a one-to-one -one ratio so like a 
yeah, like, like half CBD, half THC. Um, but I find here in Vancouver that lots of the, the stores have just really, really high THC products just because mm. they just want to get you super high. Yeah. They <laughs> which is get like, you which fucked is, up. Yeah. Which is sick. It's great. And people love that. But it's like, I also, I'm using this as medicine, right? Like I want to go to sleep. I don't just want to be like baked out of my fucking tree. Right. Like, <laughs> yeah. Just like things like that. So it's like, I, <clears throat> I decided that I just. When you change your relationship with alcohol, you realize you have so many hours in the day. I love to dedicate my time to skincare, and Osea makes me and my skin feel and look like a queen. Osea's clean, vegan, and sustainable body care is a glowing choice for achieving your body care and self-care goals. Whenever I use the Andaria Algae Body Butter, people literally stop me on the street. My skin is flawless and glowing, and I love the thick and unbelievably rich texture that absorbs instantly. Skincare is a habit worth keeping all year round. Osea can help your skin have a healthy glow every day. Because let's be honest, skincare is self-care. With over 27 years of seaweed-infused products, Osea is safe on your skin and the planet. It is clean, vegan, and cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified. Never choose between your values and your best skin. Start the new year fresh with clean vegan skincare and body care from Osea. Right now, we have a special discount just for our listeners. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code ASGG at OseaMalibu.com. You'll get free samples with every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Head to OseaMalibu.com and use code ASGG for 10% off realize that a lot of people don't know stuff like that and then when they go to buy certain things especially women they just don't really know and so mm-hmm. yeah I read that one book the cannabis for women and like I suggest it for everyone because it's just it's so great and it teaches you how to use it for menstrual pains for like skin for like so much stuff mm. yeah okay I mean, yeah. yeah I mean the, the the common misconception with cannabis is like you just get high and like you're a stoner and you don't really achieve much and you know that that's it that's the the stereotype right but totally that is totally not the case and especially you using it mm-hmm. in a more medicinal healing way yeah and like like I can definitely tell like I won't smoke it in the morning or during the day because I don't want to feel groggy but like around like 3 p.m. when like I, my matcha's worn off and all that jazz, I'm like, okay, I still have like three hours of computer work to do, and like I'm antsy, and plus I'm like having a hard time sitting still, and so like just smoking some weed like really helps you just get those like last few hours in, or even like exercising after smoking weed is just so much more euphoric, and like you don't like notice how difficult it is as much, and it's just like, yeah, it's just like so much. I don't know, it just helps so much. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what would you say is your intention behind like when you're using these products? Mm, um, my intention is usually around my anxiety. So like usually okay. it's like, it's usually for those like three reasons for if I'm anxious, if I'm um, tired, if I'm wanting to go to sleep or if I'm trying to eat, those are like the main things. Um, unless it's the weekend and like, I'm going to go to a cool movie or something or like, <laughs> like an amusement park and then obviously we'll 
get baked before that, but that was like a different use for it. Okay. But um, <clears throat> yeah, it's mostly like I'm I'm really intentional with how I use it just because I've I've used it for so long and like I've I know the difference and I can feel in my body when I'm using it too much and I can like I'm responsible enough to know like okay like I'm I didn't finish my whole to do list today because I was too baked all day it's like okay clearly don't smoke weed tomorrow finish your shit <laughs> yeah <laughs> but, like, right some it, girl. Just, like, yeah but like some people like get anxious about not finishing their stuff and instead of like being like okay I'll do it tomorrow they get like oh my god I like they get this anxious feeling and then they smoke more weed to get rid of that anxious feeling and then they don't do their stuff again and then it get, becomes this loop and then right. they start smoking to avoid the fact that they're avoiding things and it gets to that point so right. it's like just being able to recognize that um makes it a tool and not something that is debilitating right I mean and that could be anything right like totally, you could have yeah. that for anything you could be your phone yeah like sugar yeah sugar, sugar. alcohol totally but like yes it could mm-hmm. literally be anything um i want to i want to loop back and and talk about why you know why you didn't c- come forward and 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 talk about this sooner and and what that means for your sobriety mm-hmm. how did that well when i first started challenging my sobriety like i was re- i was really in the party scene like mm-hmm. I was, I was always like the first one to the party and the last to leave. Mm-hmm. And like, I worked in lots of bars and restaurants and like announcing the fact that I was challenging my drinking was one thing mm-hmm. already. And then, um, announcing it as like, like the next day after my article, it was like, that was on the news and it was like, Oh shit. Now everyone knows about this. And mm-hmm. so I, I, I went from like just challenging my sobriety myself to now going back to working at these bars and people watching my every single move, like what I'm doing and like, you know, like offering me things to see if I'll fuck up sort of thing. And just like, it was really just like an unhealthy, like I didn't have support where I was. And I felt like, like I was getting messages when I first started Sober Saturdays, like I was getting positive messages from like the sober community, but like people that were in my city were like people that I knew that Mm -hmm. I partied with that like clearly aren't really my friends were like, going off about how it's not going to work, like how they've been doing events for years and like how this is just like ridiculous and how like someone like me should not be doing something like this. And it was like, wow. Yeah. It was like really, really hard to keep going at the beginning. And if like, if I didn't have so much push, like so much positive reinforcement from like, like the news, just being like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, I don't think I would have been able to, to keep going so strongly or to like, to have enough courage to, not cave and realize that those people weren't my friends. You know what I mean? Right. <clears throat> Instead of just being embarrassed and being like, okay, you're right. I will have that drink. Mm. And then said, I just like moved cities and was like, you know what? I don't need any of this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's like, it's weird. Cause like th- those people are like the people I thought I would get the most support from. Right. Like the yeah. people who are going through the same shit as me and the people that, you know, are also struggling and like, it, but to them it was, it was too, it was, too um invasive Mm. for them you know like my sobriety was too invasive for them oh yeah i have definitely (laughs) experienced that one yeah yeah Yeah. just you existing and you yeah you know doing your thing yeah not even forbid yeah and not even like directed at them like nothing no even in their like hemisphere but they will just take it personally well, it was interesting. Like I wrote a status on Facebook the other day, just like asking people if they thought liquor stores were essential Yeah. because I was genuinely just curious. And like, 
the I posted it on my regular Facebook with like my friends and family, and I also posted it on like our Sober Saturday page. Yeah, and like the Sober Saturday page got like such like open minded conversation about it, and then on my Facebook page, it was like people were upset at the thought of even asking about it. Like, wow, it was like a seventy five comment thread about like how it's like absolutely inconsiderate to think of the fact that people could drink themselves to or that um because like I, my biggest thing was i was talking i was worried about um domestic abuse and violence right now um yes. with the fact that people are home so much and like because like i was abused when i was younger and so that stuff really freaks me out and like right. the idea of being stuck in a home with my abuser 24 7 for this amount of time is terrifying right. to me and so yes. i wanted to bring it up and been like yeah maybe like it's essential for people who have addiction problems but like maybe there's a way that we can go about it so it's not as accessible to everyone at all times of you know and like right and then and then like what are we going to do about the people that are that are in danger and like don't have anywhere to escape to anymore and whatnot mm -hmm. and like instead of getting like like constructive ways of how we could maybe work together like um information of like that other people may know mm -hmm. i got like comments like well like my uncle beats his kids and he would do it if he was drunk or not so it doesn't really make sense to take away the alcohol and i was like sorry wow. what like things like this or like them saying to me like, Oh, you were abused as a kid. I think you have a stigma against alcohol. Um, uh, not everyone drinks inappropriately. And I'm like, that's not what I'm talking about here. Uh, <laughs> like, I'm talking about the people that are in danger. You know what I mean? Like, yes. it's great that you can have a glass of wine every night with your friend after work on Facebook or whatever, you know, like, right. that's great. But like the other thing that it made me think about was like, like whether you have one glass or you think you drink responsibly, it is mm -hmm. still a depressant and like four months of drinking casually every day mm -hmm. is going to mess with your mind, whether you like it or not. Right. So it's like, even these people who think that they're drinking responsibly now could potentially come out of this with a drinking problem. And yeah. it's like, they're, they're not being proactive and it's like, you can't bring it up because it upsets them, but it's right. like, they're going to be coming to you after for help. <laughs> well, and because it's, it's legal. It's, yeah. it's a thing to do. It's very socially totally. acceptable and especially, mm -hmm it's become even more socially acceptable to have like online happy hours with your friends totally. and you know, just get drunk basically yeah. alone in your house. Well, and like the other thing I was, I mentioned online too, I was like, I don't know. Um, like I noticed in Kitsilano, you can get drinks to go now, which mm -hmm. I thought was really wild. Um, like that's right. illegal in real life. How come it's legal now? So I, I, I know that, I brought you. that up on my Facebook and people like lost their shit. They're like, Think of these small businesses like trying to stay afloat. I'm like, alcohol doesn't fucking go bad for like years. Right. What are you talking about? Like, like buy like, the food. That's what's yeah. the, the main, like totally. it's really expensive. And people were like, well, craft beer only lasts a few months. I'm like, do you oh, hear God. yourself right now? Like, do you hear what you're saying? Am I crazy? Right. <laughs> um, like, I've also seen a lot more people drinking in public places yeah totally. like on the streets in yeah. parks um i Definitely. literally saw yesterday i was up hiking in north van um up in lynn canyon and i saw mm -hmm. people drinking beer yeah like it's crazy i saw that too what near kiss beach and like people are going camping and stuff together too which i found was very interesting it's mm. like how is this I'm like scared in my house. I have asthma. So I'm just like, I let right. my dog to go pee and then run at the park sometimes. And that's like it. <laughs> yeah. 
I'm like, I don't want to get sick. (laughs) Yeah. It's just interesting how, like where people's values lie in a time like this. Totally. I think it's also like, um, yeah, like people don't, people like placing blame on things. You know what I mean? Like people don't like taking responsibility. Like I grew up in a really chaotic way without any parents. So anytime something happens to me, I'm very proactive and I'm a big problem solver. Just Mm -hmm. like when the uh, physical events quit, I was like, okay, how do we make this virtual? Like lots of people, when something change happens, they freak the fuck out and they like, don't know what to do. And they like complain and complain until I can go back to that instead of like trying to be like, okay, this is the new normal. Sorry, Sharon, you're not getting your hair done this week. Like, I don't know what to tell you. Right. Like, how do we pivot? Yeah. It's like something's different has to happen here. But so it, yeah, it's interesting. It takes people like us to be innovative, to kind of show others that they can also be innovative (laughs) to make any sort of progress. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) And, uh, you know, even just going back to the domestic abuse thing, Mm -hmm. domestic abuse is up 300%. It's insane. Like I was, I was, I was putting statistics into these freaking threads and people were just like, oh, but like women can be abusers too. And I'm like, yeah, but these are statistics from the women's, the women's website. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like men can like also be abused, but like in most cases when men drink, like they're the physical ones. And like, also it's like the women's shelters are full, not the men's shelters. You know what I mean? Right. Like, like I was reading an article about a woman who does like the helplines for um, domestic abuse. And Mm -hmm. she said that usually when people call, she gets them to call back later when they're in like a safe place and like the, the abuser isn't around. Right. But like now she says that she feels more like a 911 emergency response person because these people have nowhere to go to hide. They can't call back later. They have to deal with it right now. Right. And it's like, it's just, people don't understand like how terrifying it is to be beat by your parents. And it's like, right. there's no nice way to talk about it. It's never going to sound nice. And it's mm-hmm. like, people don't want to hear it, but it's like, like, like imagine if it was your kids. It's like yeah. insane, yeah. Well, it's not even like children. It's it's mm-hmm. you know just like your by your spouse. Um, oh, for sure. You know, I had a situation with my roommate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I was attacked. Like Jesus, yeah. And it was because she was wasted, right? Yeah. That was the other thing too. Is like people are like, well, abusers are abusers, but it's like, yeah, but like. Like I was trying to talk to this girl that I know and I was just like, but would you rather be locked in a room with your abuser uncle who's drunk or sober? Right. Which like, which one out of the two would you prefer if you had to, you know, it's like, like, I don't want to be around the people who hurt me when they're drunk because obviously that's when they're in that mindset. Right. Well, they're just unpredictable. Totally. And it's like, you're walking on eggshells completely. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a risk. I think, you know, whenever mm-hmm. we kind of use any mind-altering sub- substances, mm-hmm. it is a risk to some degree. Totally. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, that needs to be taken into account. It is mm-hmm. very real. Totally. And this yeah. just got really real. <laughs> I know. I'm just like, it sucks because like I have a hard time because I'm like, I'm so passionate about this topic, but I don't necessarily know how to go about it. And I find that sometimes when I bring it up, I don't necessarily get support. And so it's like, right. how do you, how do you go about it? But I yeah. did notice that like Lady Gaga has been talking a lot about domestic abuse lately. And I'm wondering that maybe she'll right. come up with something that I can help enforce, you know? Right. Mm-hmm. The other cool thing that um, I did find online is like the... Um, someone sent me, I can't remember, like the, 
from like the women's association of abuse or something of Canada, something like this. Mm-hmm. But they, um, cause I was trying to figure out a way to use their videos of a way, like if people were in trouble that they could figure out how to get in contact with someone without right. being obvious. And so they actually mm. came up with this like hand signal that you can do on live video. That means like you need help. Oh, and wow. So, yeah. And so I actually, we created uh, we redid the graphics so that we have one that's kind of branded for us. But like in our, um, in the link in my bio, there's a, a tab that says uh, signal for help. And right. that is like, if you see someone doing it, like that gives you all the information of like what to do to help them or like where they can go if they're in trouble. Okay. Um, but yeah, I just think it's, I was like trying to think of something that I could do to kind of help the situation. And like, that was the most obvious thing that I could find. Right. It's like at least it like creates a platform for if someone's in trouble, they can say something. Yeah. Some kind of resource. That's great. Mm-hmm. Katie, where, where can people find you? Ooh, they can find us on Instagram as where we're most uh, active. And then mm-hmm. our uh, soon to be, at I guess, Sober Saturdays. Sofa. Yeah. At Sober Saturdays with a Z. Okay. And then, uh, yeah, our website is SoberSaturdays.ca. And then, yeah, you can find us at Club Sofa now. Oh, my gosh. I love that. I love that name. Like, it's so funny. so cute. <laughs> yeah. So I'm cute. Excited. We're releasing all the info for it tomorrow. So okay. that's when it will happen. Amazing. Katie, thank you so much for chatting and catching up with me. I love hearing what you're up to and your tips and tricks and wisdom. Yeah, thank you. It's been so a slice. Yes. Thanks for having me, Jazz. Two years? Oh my God, too long. How great is Katie? Make sure to follow her at Sober Saturdays with a Z on Instagram for more information for resources about domestic abuse to her amazing new adventure club sofa. As always, thank you guys so much for your love and support. I couldn't do this without you. Please make sure to rate, comment, and subscribe. We love to hear your feedback and we love to see all of those stars light up when you give us a rating. Make sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at a sober girl's guide and the blog. Let's not forget about the blog, my friends. We have tons of tips, tricks, how-to articles, and my personal favorite, a whole page of tools. Yes, sobriety tools, workbooks, journals, and programs just for you to aid you along in whatever phase of your recovery you are in. Thank you so much for listening. Have a good day.